Are you ready? Starting now? <laughs> well, now you just messed it up, you knob. God, you know that the shit that we go through for this, huh? I know. <laughs> fuckers, fuckers better appreciate it. When we started, we were just like, yeah, we're just going to do this, man. You know, shoot our wad into the wind and see what happens. <laughs> What's right. the title of this uh, podcast again? I don't know. Objects, I don't know. Something with a penis, I guess. <laughs> right. <laughs> our fucking faces are everywhere now. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, but You're but welcome, ladies. <laughs> right. Popular with the ladies. <laughs> right. Oh, I'm not even going to apologize because I hopefully, hopefully it sounds <laughs> fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah, really? totally. this is this is fucking explicit now. <laughs> ah, the explicit button. Let me use my finger. <sighs> la, 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 la. It is time for another episode of Sober, Not Mature. And that episode starts now. All right, everyone. Welcome once again to another episode of Sober, Not Mature. This time, live from fucking Cleveland. (laughs) Hello, Cleveland. (laughs) <laughs> yeah we were we were testing out volumes right before we got on and uh my mike I, I was like yeah you sound like really far away from your microphone and he says i was leaning back and then he did go ahead and then i got nice and close hello ladies <laughs> i told him it sounded like some late night late night thing that we would do hello and welcome to sober not mature <laughs> after hours <laughs> yes after hours this is that's our only fans episode ah <laughs> oh, shit would go broke having that it probably costs something to put those sites up doesn't it you think? Uh, I, i'm sure yeah we would definitely have to pay for it because nobody else would <laughs> yeah i don't think that's our uh that's our path to riches or anything like that so no. all right then well hey, you know what there it's a big world there's people out there that would probably have some sort of fetish for what the two of us have to offer. So let's not put it out of, I'm just going to put right. that on it. Back burner side note there, just in case all this other shit doesn't work out. You right. Know, old, yeah. old guy, only fans. <laughs> <laughs> O-G-O-F. All right. Right. Oh, so, um, so yeah, I'm <laughs> Have we started out, yet? <laughs> I, I think we did, but yeah, I'm out in Cleveland. And uh, so we, if, if you, Anyone didn't see the post from a couple of days ago? Well, originally we had uh, Dr. Rob Kelly uh, scheduled for this week. And uh-huh. uh, interesting individual. We were contacted by his assistant. I think he's. I think uh, she is his assistant. Works with him, staff member, colleague, whatever you want to call it. Um, gosh, a couple of months ago, I think. And, yeah. uh, you know, he again, I when I say interesting, I, I do mean that in a good way. Um, he's, yep. you know, kind of touted as the, the Gordon Ramsay of uh, recovery and all these different things. And, uh, you know, when we had watched his videos, we we're like, huh, you know, this would be this would be cool. So yeah. we, we had it all set for tonight. And just a situation, personal situation out, outside of his control. Um, they had to postpone it. And I'll be honest with you. My first thought was, God, I wonder if they really started to listen to us. <laughs> <laughs> it's always a possibility. Because <laughs> maybe maybe his colleague was like, yeah, these guys and this and that. And then he listened to something. And he's like, fuck no. But right. um, 
but no, we actually have him rescheduled now. They were, uh, we've got at least one guest uh, scheduled for the end of February on the 24th, which we'll start promoting in a week or so. Mm-hmm. Um, but February wasn't good for him. So we're looking at uh, March 24th as we get closer, obviously we're promoted again. Um, so uh, once again, Dr. Rob Kelly is um, going to join us, but it's going to be, you know, a month and a half, uh, almost two months away. So, um, yeah. but yeah. But yeah, so now you're you're stuck with uh, with us guys, and uh, you are. I just got here. I, <laughs> I just I got here today, and uh, as soon as I walked in the door, Mike and I had well, I had a lot of stuff to talk about, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, and here here's the funny part. This just again, this reminds me of when of when we lived together, you know, and uh, especially when you were driving and you were gone for an extended period of time, and all these things that right. you know that had happened and. You know, around the around the rooms and meetings, and you know, guys and all this different shit. So I used to do the same thing. But I mean, now we got all this other stuff going on. Um, you know, typical life stuff that we talk about. But then, you know, we're we're still working on the web store. We got stuff for the podcast. And it's not that Mike and I don't talk every once in a while. But right. I mean, really, when when I'm out here is when we have the chance. Uh, you know, usually just to sit down and just shoot the shit about everything that's going on. So. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that uh, I'll just say it again. I ran my mouth for almost an hour, and then we went. The shit and got was to... shot. <laughs> the shit was definitely shot all over his <laughs> living room. <laughs> and... <laughs> oh man, it's just you, you got to wonder. Thankfully, somebody... it's, it's spacious, and so you know we had plenty of room to throw that shit around. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. If somebody happens to be listening to this just openly and somebody just walked in the room during that part of it and had no idea what we were talking about, that mm-hmm. sounded terrible. And I'm pretty happy about did. that. So. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> but then, uh, yeah, went up and got some pizza and ate that and uh, watched uh, the end of the the Simpsons. Was that a brand new one we were watching or, or new nah, dish? No, nah, they're, they're old. Yeah, but it, like we were talking about, I don't think either one of us has sat down and watched the Simpsons episode, at least not newer ones over the last like, you know, handful of years or maybe even 10 years. So, right. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, my home group's Sunday night. So, you know, uh, I don't get to I don't get to watch it when they're live. And yeah, you know, but I've been uh, I've been uh, throwing it on. What is it? Uh, FX FXS. Easy for me to say. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it runs them all the time. So I've been catching up. Well, and for for a while it was on it was on Netflix because uh, Derek and this was got probably at least a handful of years ago, if not longer than that. Mm-hmm. Derek started watching it, so he and I would sit down and watch episodes. And on on Netflix, there was uh, oh no, it was, I'm sorry, Family Guy we were watching, and they weren't like bleeping out any of the any of the swear words and stuff like right. that on on Netflix, which I I think it actually took it almost took away from it by them not bleeping because mm-hmm. that was part that was almost the funniest part of it. You know, it's when they when they bleep some of that stuff, but uh, right. But yeah, so the the end of the the one episode, they were in they were in Canada, and it kind of cracked me up because Lisa, one of the characters, is sitting on the on the edge of the river, and she had uh, well, you you saw the beer that she had. It was Molson's Junior, right? Yep, Molson's Junior, <laughs> mostly alcohol free. <laughs> Which as soon as I saw that, I'm like, that's just fucking funny because we talk about alcohol free stuff and what's in uh-huh. it and what's not. But you know, I mean, I suppose technically we we'd look at somebody a little little sideways if a kid was walking around, you know, drinking something that was literally zero proof, but it just mm-hmm. it, it made me laugh. So, but yeah, that was a whole tangent about lots of lots of different stuff, Simpsons specifically, yeah. and throwing around shit. But we're we are here for a purpose. Um, friends of ours got. Uh, Got the band. We we're supposed to um, have the band. What was that? That was back in October, right? That Megan won. Yeah. 
yeah, won the band and stuff like that. So they're doing it tomorrow, and one of their kids' birthdays is tomorrow. So we get to get to hang out and do uh, do some sober shit. So it's cool. We do hang out with the folks. Yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, they they won a band in uh, some fundraiser thing because that's kind of what we do these days is we try to make things better for the world, and they were supporting some sort of charity and won a band for the night. So we yeah. get to go listen to them tomorrow. And they play from, from what I understand, and I saw the playlist. I didn't, you know, in, give any input on the songs when it was like back in October, mm-hmm. but it seems like they play a pretty wide range of stuff, right? I mean, from yeah. what I saw. Right. Yeah. That yeah, should be fun. You know, yeah, like I said, cool. like I said, originally, if they stink too bad, we'll just go up there and beat them up and take their stuff. <laughs> beat the shit out of them and then just play some cards. Right. Yeah. That'll work. You know. Yeah, exactly. I'm taking the drums, so. <laughs> well, you never know. They, okay, well, here, here's the thing. If if we do that and they have a, even a decent guitar, we're going to auction that off on one of our episodes. How's that? I might keep that, too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then then forget what I said. We're going to steal shit. Right. We're going to keep it. Never well, okay. Mind. If it's a Gibson, I'll keep it. Otherwise, yeah, we'll auction it off. <laughs> All right. We're going to steal in the name of the recovery community, then. Yeah, right. Why not? <laughs> so um speaking of uh, fundraisers and stuff like that the mm-hmm. the night at the races is coming up right the heating center that is when is that again march well 18th. you know what i have a flyer right here in front of me awesome didn't plan and, on it and but... I, well and i meant to i meant to post that on instagram the other day just because it's a it's a fun event and it's a heating center thing but yeah mm-hmm. if you've got it in front of you just read it off what it is because we're actually sponsoring yeah. that too Yep, the Ed Keating Center presents Back on Track, A Night at the Races. Uh, It is March 18th um, from 5 to 10 p.m. at the UAW Hall, 5615 Chevrolet Boulevard. That's technically Cleveland, but kind of Brook Park-ish, Parma-ish, all around (laughs) there. Most people don't care. Uh, Yeah, 20 bucks for uh, a ticket. Gets you in, gets you corned beef, Reuben sandwiches, potato salad, and stuff to drink. Soft drinks. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there, there will be no alcoholic beverages there. Stuff to drink does not no, mean we're not well, doing rail drinks or anything like that. So <laughs> No, no. You know, well, and, you know, it is recovery community, so, you know, I'm sure <laughs> right. there'll be some idiot that sneaks something in, but, because um, right. I know I would have. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and uh, and Sober Not Mature, the podcast that you're listening to right now, we're sponsoring a race. Um, yeah, so, you know, good stuff, man. Um, yeah, that's, that's about it. The rest of the stuff is buying horses, which we've already sold them all. So right. that's taken care of. And uh, yeah, we're just, uh, you know, if anybody in the Cleveland area wants to, needs a ticket, get hold of me. All my info's there on Facebook. Yeah, definitely. And that's the thing that, uh, and I know we have, we do have some, I'm sure we have some listeners that are from the Cleveland area or around the area, right. but worst case scenario on that, we always, always make the point of saying that uh, if you go to our website, the, the main mm-hmm. website, SoberNotMature.com and go to our sponsor page, the Keating yep. Center is on our sponsor page and yep. there's a link directly to their website. Even if you can't make an event such as that, they they do other things throughout the year. They're obviously, it's a, it's a sober living facility. Um, they're, they do accept donations, obviously, mm-hmm. and it uh, helps out the guys, uh, the men and the women in the Cleveland right. area. It's yep. where we got sober and, uh, you know, a it lot is. of people that we know are, are still in there. We did. 
our buddy Tony last week, his son right now is through mm-hmm. the Keating Center. Um, yep. God, shit, everyone, is it everyone that we're going to be with tomorrow that went through the Keating Center? All of our friends? Oof, yeah. Most of I, them, I would say. Yeah, I, I, right. You know, there's, uh, you know, Al, he he was around all before we got sober. So I I think he went through Stella's, if I recall correctly. But yeah, right. you know, but yeah, other than that, pretty much everybody's a Keating person. Yeah, so it, it's obviously... You know, something that's very uh, near and dear to our heart. And and Mike brought it up. Mike's still part of the um, on the board for that. And, you know, he said, hey, do you want to do you want to sponsor a horse? We should do it for the podcast. And we're like, yeah, let's do yep. that. So it gives us an opportunity to, to give back, you know, now that we're doing this thing. And um, you obviously talk about it a little bit more mm-hmm. openly than just, you know, us two guys saying, hey, <laughs> we sponsored a horse. Right. <laughs> What's well, the name no, of We sponsored a race. <laughs> oh, a race? Oh, Okay, yeah. so I thought, didn't we get we got a horse with it though, right? So just yeah, a we horse got a horse, a race. Yeah, exactly. We get yeah, we sold uh, ninety horses, and uh, but yeah, if you sponsor a race, you get a horse included with that. Yes, we did. I got you. Okay, so that's an, and I misunderstood. We sponsored something and we got something, but we do yeah. have a horse. We have a name we for do. our horse. <laughs> we have a name for our horse. The name of our horse is Mister Horse. <laughs> and if, I, if anyone is is not familiar with with Ren and Stimpy, you need to look just look up Mister Horse. You'll see it. And that yep. was a joke of uh, for both Mike and I for for a long time. But just the uh, he's the the no sir. I, I don't like it, horse. And yep, you know. So we had a lot of fun mm. with that over the years. Mm. No sir, <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> yeah so that's the that's the name of our horse but uh but yeah it, it gives us a again that the main point it gives us a chance to give back and and like i said hop on our hop on our main website sobernotmature.com hit the sponsor page uh they're they're accepting donations and they're they're happy to receive them and uh it goes mm-hmm. to, to a good cause a really really good cause in you know the cleveland area so yep. so there and Speaking of another thing that helps out the recovery community, um, and we're going to continue to talk about uh, Project Clean. Um, mm-hmm. R- Rory has not gotten me the the write up on it yet, but I'll give you the kind of the rundown again. And I brought some of the. He sent us a, a box of soap, which I tried some. Uh, our sister Kathy tried some. Mike mm-hmm. gave him a bar of soap, obviously, to try out. And I'll you know, be he's trying gonna, it out tomorrow. <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna do a review on that, and uh, both Kathy and I did. And then uh, mm-hmm. we're gonna see if some of our friends wanna wanna try it out too. But the point is, is that um, in Project Clean, there's a we set up a page on our web store. Um, website with that and it's for for project clean it clicks directly true or th- true <laughs> true it's true it is true well, it's not false right it it clicks directly through through to, pro- to project clean's uh, website <laughs> but um, look up project clean we also uh, follow them and they follow us on instagram but our uh, web store page is uh, sober not mature shop dot com mm-hmm. and you can go right to their page and see their full mission but the bottom line is fifty uh, percent of all the net profits from any sales of the soap um, go to to help out people and in those in the in the recovery community so it's uh right. we, we're able to, to partner up with Rory and project clean and um, just have an opportunity to do some work with him and for mm-hmm. him and uh, you know we're we're again happy to do it because he's uh, he's got a great cause and a great mission and I think um, again hopefully next month, uh, we'll have him back on soon. Right. I know that. But he's just got to mm-hmm. get a couple of things in order, and then we'll have him back on. But so check out once again Project Clean or Project Clean Suds, depending on if you're looking on Instagram or looking online. Um, and it's it's actually it's a it's a great soap. It uh, I I was really happy with it. it's very cool. 
No. So I'm looking forward to having my ass smell wonderful tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, Mike, Mike can't wait just to shower tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is the this is the beauty of getting a, a little bit old and sober. You know, it's like God, mm-hmm. I can't wait to I can't wait to use my new soap. I can't <laughs> wait to wash my ass. <laughs> All right, so I think we got all of our uh, recovery, <laughs> recovery community stuff out of the way. So let's mm-hmm. get to the the thing that we've been doing every week now. Do you have your books? Right. I do. All right, let's let's rock on with a reading with now a reading from Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Hi there. <laughs> all right, this is uh, as usual. Um, this is from God Grant Me because it is my favorite uh, meditation book, and uh, this one's from yesterday. February 2nd, freedom and responsibility are like Siamese twins. One without the other dies. Lillian Smith, whoever the hell that is. Uh, As we work a recovery program, we regain and experience freedom. Freedom from craving, freedom from shame, freedom from our self-centered desires, freedom to choose what type of people we will be. But with freedom and new choices comes responsibility. We're responsible for our sobriety. We need to get ourselves to meetings. We need to work the steps, not just talk about them in meetings. We call our sponsors and others from meetings who may need encouragement. We do our service work. Our program also tells us we're responsible for those who still suffer, for those who will come after us. We will, con- we will conduct ourselves in a manner that would, be, that would attract people to recovery. Prayer for the day. Higher power, thank you for setting me free. Help me to fulfill my responsibilities as a person and as a recovering person. Today's action says actions because this is a program of action. Today I will have gratitude for the new freedom I have been given. I will spend 15 minutes thinking about and writing down my recovery responsibilities. Did you count? I should have. How many times you said freedom in there? That was, that was I, and I remember uh, that reading clearly. That was, that was right. yesterday, but. Right. Uh, uh, several, several times. <laughs> and I, <laughs> and uh, pretty much every time the word freedom came up, uh, the word responsibility came up. Right. Freedom ain't free, baby. Yeah, that that is true because, uh, and, and it just reminded me of well, two things that uh, in the one the one story I already told when I was back in uh, the Milwaukee area for the first time, and um, when I was mm-hmm. working in Madison and drove up to to grab my son, and actually his practice and went to dinner and this and that, seeing all those liquor stores and then texting you and <laughs> you know I was just like all the liquor stores and you just you said that you said enjoy the freedom, and it was yep. that again the freedom that I didn't have to. To worry about um, which one was I going to go to? Which one did I go yesterday? Um, or even mm-hmm. have to worry about the fact that I need to stop and get me some booze. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but it also made me think about when the getting freedom when, uh, and this is nothing that I wrote down. It just kind of got, you inspired me, Mike. Um, nice. <laughs> when, when we first started getting some freedom at the, mm-hmm. at the Keating Center, and I guess rather than, I've got a specific story in mind, but then like two or three others just popped into my head. So mm-hmm. when, let's just, uh, and I'll throw it back on you first, I guess, because I always do. When do you think you, uh, when we started to get some of that freedom, where was that point that you really felt, man, this is, uh, um, I've got this freedom and whether it made you nervous or whether it was cool or, or how you felt when you first started to get that freedom? Um, well, actually nervous. I, I do remember. Um, 
it was, uh, well, let's see, end of April, so May, June. It was, you know, summertime, July at some point, and uh, went out looking for women. Wait, no, looking for work. Yeah, that was it, <laughs> LTF. <laughs> LFW, that was it. Um, yeah, right. Um, <laughs> and I wasn't, but it was, no, I, know. I, I, I do remember the day. It was, it was a beautiful sunny day and, um, I didn't have to go to groups and I, I wasn't accountable. You know, I walked out the door and walked out the gate and walked out onto the street. And, um, I believe I went up to the library and, you know, got online and checked messages cause you know, didn't get to do that except on the weekends. And, um, yeah, you know, um, I remember, (laughs) of course I walked past the Lido and I walked past the gas stations with the beer and, um, you know, I was, I was, I'm going to use first air quotes of the show. I was (laughs) free. (laughs) And, um, yeah, you know, it was, it was, uh, it was a little disconcerting. Um, But I had done, you know, I'd laid a little bit of foundation at that point. And, um, you know, I walked up to the library and did what I needed to do online. And I think I turned around and went back to the Keating Center. Didn't have to, but um, didn't have anything else to do. You know, what am I going to do? Wander the streets and and get in trouble? (laughs) I I tried that before. It didn't work very well. Um, Yeah. So, you know, that was my, I remember that, my first taste of freedom. And, 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 you know, Christ Marty kept us uh, on a fairly short leash. You know, I, this is, I I remember, um, I didn't really do LFW very long. Um, That first week that I was like sort of off on my own, um, (laughs) Marty kept setting up side jobs for me. Um, So I worked, I think, three of the days um i remember i was going to do my third step um and i went to the zoo um it was free for um cleveland residents the cleveland zoo is free on mondays and uh i went up to the zoo and i was you know i'd never been to the cleveland zoo before and i was like you know gonna go check out whatever whatever's creation and the natural wonder and all that happy (laughs) crap and do my third step. And, um, I got up there and I wandered around for about a half hour and my phone rang and it was Marty say, get back here. I got work for you. (laughs) 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 So, uh, yeah, my, my, my freedom wasn't all that free, but that was good. I, I didn't need too much freedom. So that was, that's, that's what comes off the top of my head. That, that first taste of freedom, of being able to kind of do what I want. You know, and, and I wasn't thinking about that part of it, you know, when, when we first started looking for work, cause I remember when, mm-hmm. uh, cause Derek was in town. That was when I had the, the talk with him. And that was during that time frame. And then, um, Kathy took me to a couple of interviews I know, mm-hmm. but I had, um, cousin Johnny's bike at the time. So I remember right. me, Pete, Jeff had a bike. All mm-hmm. of us used to ride up to, to like the the bigger library that's a little farther away yeah and, they, right yeah they had a little bit of a um <clears throat> bigger computer center area that you could mm-hmm. usually get on and i remember doing that and almost uh, you know i didn't think about it until you were talking about this fe- almost feeling like a kid riding riding a bike you know down the street <laughs> seriously you know and like when i was right. a little kid i used to ride my bike to wherever 
I kind of felt that way. Um, <clears throat> but the one of the things too that and and I do remember now that you mentioned that you know those those initial times going up to the store, going to the gas stations, doing all those different things, and mm-hmm. literally just going out and uh, just wh- wherever I had to go, beeline, beeline, <laughs> back right. and forth, you know. And there really wasn't um, the the meandering type of thing. But what I used to do when I was working for the company in Rocky River, and this was after I got that car uh, from mm-hmm. Johnny. Um, right. On Saturdays, I would go down. Um, <clears throat> there was a while there I was going down to, to Mom and Larry's on right. both Saturday and Sunday because it was, again, it was nice out. We were still getting work mm-hmm. done. It was in the fall, you know, kind of getting mm-hmm. all the stuff done. And they were, I think they, they used to go up to Erie and go gambling every once in a while. I think that's what it was. It was one of their one of their gambling excursions. So uh-huh. they, were, they were gone for the weekend and I didn't need to go down there on, on Saturday. And mm-hmm. I worked until, until noon in the same deal. I, I walked out of the building and I remember just, and this was probably, again, probably September, you know, but it was nice because right. I remember mm-hmm. that warmth as I walked out of the building and, and just again, feeling weird because <laughs> I, right. I didn't have a place specifically to go, you know, mm-hmm. and got into my car. And again, I felt, that, that nervousness, that weirdness, you know, cause I, and I knew what that it's that, that those memories and, and we talk about this enough. A lot of people call these triggers. I don't think of it that way. Mm-hmm. I think of sounds, feelings, smells reminding me of what I used to do, which granted a lot of people are like, that's a trigger. That's a trigger. Fine. Right. Call, call it what you will. Don't care. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't refer to it that way. I just did. I have these memories based on how I feel, what I smell, what I, mm-hmm. anything like that. And that's what mm-hmm. it was because there was years that I worked on Saturdays and afterwards, either I'd hit the bar with the guys every once in a while um, or right. grab, grab some beer and go home. Whatever the deal was, that was my thing, mm-hmm. you know? Sure. So I got my car and I went to, I think I went to Best Buy. I went to some other computer store. I went to, I remember specifically, I went to Arby's and got lunch. Mm-hmm. And however much time that that took was probably an hour, maybe hour right. and a half, maybe two hours with whatever I was doing. And then I just didn't know what to my what to do with myself. So I mm-hmm. went back to the Keating Center. We were still mm-hmm. living here in the three quarter dorm. I went back right. and fucking nobody's there, you know, right. and I'm just like, fuck me. So I went downstairs into our dorm and I took a fucking nap. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't know what, <laughs> I didn't know what to do, and then right. you know I, I probably slept for an hour or whatever it was, or maybe even dozed off, and then one of you guys came in, you know, and then I'm like, okay, cool. So, mm-hmm. but I mean, that was our that was our comfort zone. That the Keating Center was kind of like not even kind of it was it was a security blanket, you know. It was just sure. it was there for us, you know, which is absolutely amazing. And I, I seriously, I didn't think about that that looking for work because uh, when I was interviewing downtown, the the freedom and also just the freedom of going downtown on the rapid mm-hmm. and being mm-hmm. downtown and all these business people and all this stuff that used to make me nervous too. And I don't know why, but again, back in these settings where I, I'm just, I'm like, I'm back in, I don't know, in public. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> back out in the world. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And, and, <laughs> and not, you know, <laughs> without the crutch. Right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, and, and so you, you walk through it and you're a little nervous and you get through it and then you run back to the Keating Center. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, I mean, literally that that's, that's 100% what I did, but it was funny though yeah. that uh, I had looked, um, cause I was, whatever I was, I ended up getting these 
interviews for these little little companies and little jobs down you know again in downtown cleveland and mm-hmm. you know it's it wasn't that difficult rapid station tower city and then go to wherever i was going um right and i remember i was down there i had to go down there like a couple of days in a row or at different times and so i i got it in my in my head i'm like i should just i wonder if there's a meeting down there you mm-hmm. know and and there was i found this they had a noon um lunch meeting it was right, right. at uh it was at central office is where it yeah. was yeah right and and it was a it was a meeting for business professionals is what it was mm-hmm. meant for it didn't mean that not it, people anyone could go in there but the point was sure. is that they did a 30 minute meeting um somebody got mm-hmm. up they did a quick 15 minute lead they had a quick conversation and then people were out and yep. and i was i was dressed up because i was going to an interview so mm-hmm. it it made me feel um no better way to put it made me feel fucking normal right you know yeah because i'm around all these yeah. fucking business people they don't they don't know that, that i'm basically fucking homeless <laughs> i'm a raging right. fucking alcoholic i'm barely sober i had mm-hmm. nothing nothing right. in my life and i'm sitting in there and i was so fucking happy i was so right. happy just to be it's that being part of again you know and mm-hmm. it was just it absolutely was cool, you know yeah well yeah you're not doing it by yourself because clearly we can't Right. Yeah, we need we need that little that little boost. We need that little thirty minutes to go in there and be with other people just like us. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, remember, um, God, it was probably seven years ago or so now. Um, I had jury duty down there. You know, I was down there for three days, and um, yeah, you know, I, my first day down there, we got our lunch break. I went to central office because I knew there was a meeting there. Really? Turns out there was, turns out there was a lunch meeting in the justice center, uh, <laughs> <laughs> which I finally, you know, I got a updated schedule when I was down at central office and went, Oh shit. All I got to do is walk up this flight of <laughs> stairs and <laughs> there's a meeting. Yeah. So that's what I did the second day I was there. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, we're that- everywhere folks. Well, and, and that's the thing that, uh, and it's, I know we've asked, we've asked a question, like when we, when we talked to Ashley, we asked about, you know, where she's from in the area and the meetings and mm-hmm. talked about the, the same thing with Christine. And um, I mean, Gretchen's got her, G has got her home group that she's gone to now for, you know, since she's been sober, um, mm-hmm. you know, but I know that just in, in talking to other people and even going to different areas that I haven't traveled a ton, but I've traveled enough, you know, where right. there's been certain areas where not that you can't find a meeting, but it's it's mm-hmm. not like it is around the Cleveland area. It's just like they're all right. they're all over the fucking place, you mm-hmm. know. Whereas when like when I was in, I remember when I was in Beloit because uh, the company I worked for out of Madison had that office in Beloit, and there was a there was a meeting that was in walking distance of the the first hotel I stayed in, um, and and I went to that one a couple of times because they had me in the same the same hotel down there, and then I right. ended up moving to a different hotel on the other side of town, and at that point my days were stretching out. It was it was like a five thirty meeting. It was it was I wasn't able to make it there on time, but um, mm-hmm. it was only like specific things. It was harder to. to kind of find a meeting you know within within the time frames that i had available but that's right. the, the beauty of the cleveland area and mm-hmm. the other area that i when i was in uh florida with uh with courtney and them there's but again i mean florida's like the you know like one of the rehab capitals of the the fucking country right <laughs> so right. i mean there was there was meetings all over the place it didn't matter i i went to a bunch of different meetings kind of settled into this this one club that i liked i liked their format and i used to mm-hmm. go there um, every day and then they had uh the saturday and sunday meetings there too i mean well during the week and then saturday and sunday morning meetings too right um 
And it was great, but I mean, they had certainly more of a, let's just call it a selection than a lot of areas. Um, probably mm-hmm. still not, I don't even know, maybe still not as much as Cleveland, but there was there was a lot of yeah. meetings. There. It's, it's sure. pretty tough to beat Cleveland for the amount of meetings. Yeah. Well, and you got to remember when um, when we had, when we were like really newly sober, and I don't remember if people said it leads or in the groups we were in, but, you know, they'd always say that uh, if you if you can't find a meeting in Cleveland, you're you're walking down the street with your eyes closed. Right. Yeah. Yeah. If you can't find a meeting you like, because there's just so many of them. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. If you just can't find a meeting, you're just, I mean, you could fall down and well, you're going to yeah. be in a meeting. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> but yeah, even to find one, find one you like. And there was, out of all the meetings that, well, maybe that's another question I never thought about. Is there any, and I don't want to necessarily call out the meeting in particular, but mm-hmm. did you ever run across a meeting in Cleveland? Did you like, there's no fucking way I'm ever going back to that one? Um, no, no, uh-uh. Damn. I mean, you know, there, there's <clears throat> certainly ones that are better than others. There are some that are really long, uh, for no damn reason. Um, right. <laughs> but yeah, no, yeah, there's, there's never a meeting I went to here that, that I said, I, I'm never going back to this one. Mm-mm. Yeah. And I don't think, um, in the Cleveland area, Kathy and I went to, and this was, uh, just popped into my head as we were talking. So we were at, in mom's and of course, you know, mom was in Medina, you know, at the time, and, right. uh, whatever yep. it was, it was during, it was, I remember it was during the summertime and I was down there for the weekend and Kathy was in town. And um, I'm like, hey, I said, I want to I want to try to hit a meeting. I said, there's one up in North Royalton. It's not that far away. You know, so I said I was right. going to shoot up there. And Kathy's like, is it is it open? And it was. So she's like, hey, I'll go with you. And then mom's like, uh, you know, how long is the meeting? When do you give me back for dinner? Blah, blah, blah. Because they were going to plan. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously, I think Larry was, eh, whatever it was, doesn't matter. Well, that sounded bad. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I knew what you meant. Of course. It, I don't know. Just as I, as I it's say. It's irrelevant this, to the story. Right. <laughs> Thank you. Because then I felt bad uh-huh. saying that, you know, so, well, now mom's gone, now Larry's gone. I know. You know, I'm just like, I didn't need it that way. But anyhow, so, and it was, it was just an hour, hour long meeting, you know, it's just from mm-hmm. X to X. So Kathy right. and I shoot up there and we walk in and it's, uh, you know, it's in, again, in North Royalton, which, you know, mm-hmm. decent enough town. I'm like, whatever, I don't care. So we go in and it was a, um, a lead meeting. And it's like, I remember specifically that they were supposed to have a lead and then somebody had to fill in because a person couldn't make it. And the guy, mm-hmm. I don't remember if he was a male or female. Let's just say the guy gets up there and he's like, oh, I wasn't planned on this. I don't know how long I'm going to. And you know what happened next? You know? Yeah. Is it- he went on and on and on. <laughs> yeah. So, so here, here's a funny part for anyone who's never been to a 12 step meeting or, or doesn't know what we're talking about. Usually I can say, usually if somebody gets up and mm-hmm. says, I don't like to give a drunk a log, they give a long one which mm-hmm. is all their war stories and everything else. That's what their lead's about. Or if somebody yeah. says, I usually don't talk longer. I have no idea what I'm going to talk about. Usually they'll, again, like Mike just said, on and on. So mm-hmm. the, the lead went for, I think, almost the full hour. You know, And nice. at that time, I was conditioned to Cleveland meetings where even in mm-hmm. – in most cases, what? I mean, who do you know is a shorter one, but you, right. anyone goes longer than 30 minutes any place, people are rolling their eyes, you know, yep. for, for the most part. So mm-hmm. after that, and then um, this this group, and they were such a nice group, um, you know, the super nice people, but all of them must have known the person, clearly, that was mm-hmm. up there. So fucking everyone's commenting. Right. And these comments <laughs> are going on and on and on. And then... Um, I think even before the lead was done, this was funny. I, I mean, again, I've been sitting there for a fucking hour. 
told Kathy, right. I said, I'm going to go take a leak real quick. So um, I go back and I, you know, the lead's done by the time I get back. I wasn't gone that long, but I finished up. And apparently while I was gone, they they <laughs> kind of did their whole wrap up. Okay, anyone new? Anyone, you know, want to introduce themselves? Anyone new to the program? Uh-huh. And, you know, Kathy's just sitting there, you know? Mm-hmm. And apparently everyone, and it wasn't, there was maybe 20 people there, you know? So small-ish room. Apparently everyone's right. sitting there fucking staring at her and she's just feeling just super, <laughs> super fucking uncomfortable. And by the time I walked back into the room, they just went on and she's telling me about this later. I'm like, that's fucking hilarious. But then yep. they're commenting. We're sitting there for like another 20 minutes. And finally I'm like, man, we got to fucking go. So we just, we walk right. out. And that was the, that was the only meeting that I said that I would never go back to. Um, just because <laughs> I'm like it, everything they didn't, Maybe it's just because what I was used to. If you if this is the format, mm-hmm. this is the meeting, then keep it to this, you know? Um, right. I, it's just they, they didn't say that. Uh, I'd been around meetings before when they're like, yeah, this one, well, we know one. Um, what's the one out east side that uh, that can go for two hours or longer? Oh, um, 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 Newburgh. Uh, not, yeah. Yeah. That, yep. Which, I mean, and they have no problem whatsoever, you know, being known for the fact that they just go on for fucking ever, you know, but people. Right. People go to it. People get up at, we've seen leads before and they get up to, person gets up and they're like, yeah, Newberg's a home group. And I was like, oh my God, really? They were like, we're in for it. We're fucking in for it, man. <laughs> yep, we're doomed. Stop in. We're not going anywhere. Right. But I mean, in general, I know, I know my first question was, or initial question was about any meetings that you wouldn't go back to. I think that was the only one. And it was just that I didn't, um, I don't know. I didn't feel like I got it didn't need to be that much. And maybe I was just, mm-hmm. maybe today it wouldn't be a big deal, you know, if I had the time. You know? Right. So I don't know. Hey. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so anyhow, so, so back to the, the, the reading and the freedom thing. So any, anything mm-hmm. more on that? Any other times that, uh, I mean, after that, it's just kind of, you know, come into your own type of thing. I don't remember anything else, but do you, any other times? That no, freedom? no, 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 but, but I do want to, uh, reiterate the uh responsibility part freedom right. isn't free man you know there's there's stuff that we have to do to maintain the freedom just like the sobriety just like anything else good in our lives we have to put the work in otherwise we don't get the rewards right yeah and it's yep. uh, i mean all this stuff is and we've talked about it a, a number of times and i think it's you know definitely worth repeating is that um i mean you you have to earn this thing you know not just not just once you have to earn it all the time <laughs> yep know? on a daily basis <laughs> because what what do we have to do what do we get mike <laughs> a daily what reprieve contingent upon the maintenance of our spiritual <laughs> condition <laughs> i just i know you love i mean i love the saying too but i know you love it uh, probably maybe even more than i do so but, but yeah, yeah that's it is my absolute favorite passage in the big book yeah, and if I asked you what page you was on, you wouldn't know, and I wouldn't know either. So I couldn't tell you. <laughs> Once again, not not big book thumping people over here. So so we're good. Nope. I mean, first of all, I, th- I that was a great reading, and when I read that, I think I might have. I don't even remember now. I mean, there's like four different things I read. I might have posted something about that on. Uh, that might have been my Instagram post yesterday morning, or part of it. So that's hmm. a good, definitely a good nice. reading. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, it was you know it was dog-eared from before, and I oh, went, really? oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like I said, man, I, half this book is, well, not half, probably a, a solid quarter of it is dog-eared from doing groups. Right. Yep. Well, well, again, after what, six, seven, eight 
eight years of doing it, Bruce? Mm, yeah, maybe longer eight, than that. Maybe nine. Yeah. <laughs> Long fucking time. <laughs> All right. So, um, yeah, you know what? I think it is. I think mm-hmm. it's about that time. Do you want to do you want to take a little uh, 60 sec? Well, for us now, I'm sorry. Now it's a two minute break because uh, Mike and I, <laughs> Mike and I decided to talk for for two minutes when we did our promo. Right. So it is a uh, right. It's now a two minute break. So. Well, good. I get to channel Chuck Woolery. We'll be right back in two and two. Hey everyone, it's your friends at Sober Not Mature. Hi there. And, uh, <laughs> yes, yes, it's it's both of your friends this time. Hi Mike, how are you? <laughs> I'm well. How are you, Bill? I am doing well. But we do we do have a purpose. Uh, we we actually usually talk about uh, our one website, but we actually have two websites now. So two. We Two websites in one. <laughs> All right. So so everyone knows we still have the podcast website that is www.sobernotmature.com. Uh-huh. And we just launched the store website. So uh, we also have that. Do you know what the website address is on that one, Mike? Of course I don't. <laughs> it's pretty easy, Mike. It's www.sobernotmatureshop.com. Ah. So, <laughs> but from the, the the podcast website, you can still hit the store link and get into the uh, into the web store, or you can right. access it from our Instagram page through the highlights. Uh, we've been posting quite a bit of, about it, and we'll continue to do that. But mm-hmm. do you know what's on the second website, Mike? Um, it, well, there's a store. There are products that you can purchase for you <laughs> and your loved ones. <laughs> well, Mike, do we do we still have merchandise? <laughs> we have merchandise. Well, we got T-shirts and coffee mugs and all kinds of crap. <laughs> and one of the one of the coolest parts, we also do have <laughs> all the recovery books from Hazelden, which is kind of a big deal. That um, is a least- big deal. Eh, at least for us. So all the books that we read, God grant me 24 hours, the big book, the 12 and 12, um, all of those books are available for sale on our website. And they once are. again, that, that store website is www.sober. <laughs> Trying to help, man. <laughs> I know you are. You're not helping, though. Okay, now i got to say www.sobernotmatureshop.com. Dot so, com. Dot com. Visit that today or visit the, the podcast website, which is, again, you know the podcast website, so. Uh, com. <laughs> Did you just say sober but not mature? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> Write that down. <laughs> yeah, like fucking mush mouth or something. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. You've suffered enough with this, and uh, we'll get back to what we were talking about previously. So visit the websites, though. All right. Welcome back. <laughs> Painful as always. <laughs> right. <laughs> I tell you, man, every, cause I, I do, I listen to, I, I listen to all our episodes because it's, uh, I, mm-hmm. I just think it's nine times out of 10. Um, literally every, every episode there's, there's something in there that I'm like, wait, I said that, or you said that. <laughs> and uh, I just don't, I don't remember it. So, but especially when we have a guest, you know, I want to, mm-hmm. I want to make sure right. I listen to it, but I do anyhow. I listen to, I listen to all of them, but um, so I, listening to that promo just, it, it just cracks me up every, every single time. So, <laughs> so I had a, another, another thought and I was going to kind of bypass it this, uh, this month simply because, you know, we were going to have a, obviously you're supposed to have a guest on today, but would you right. want, and I, I guess one way or the other, um, it's beginning of February. 
do you want to talk mm-hmm. about the second step since it's the second month? At least bring up what it is and have a little conversation about that. I suppose we could do that. And while I was talking, and this just proves everyone out there, I just proved I could do two things at once. I was speaking, and I was actually mm-hmm. looking up the second or the the twelve steps on my phone. So <laughs> <laughs> I was I I have to I have to be honest though. I when I first typed in the first, I complete. I'm like, what the fuck is that? That wasn't. That wasn't a twelve steps. <laughs> All right, so what do you, was it? <laughs> um, I it just came up with a bunch. Of, I looked at the thing and it's like, did you mean that? I'm like, no, I did not. I didn't mean that. No, I did not. No. Yeah. So, well, you know, uh, well, the reading I was read was the second uh, of February. So all I had to do is turn back one page in my book, and there's the second step. Oh, okay. Well, good. Since, <laughs> since you're since you're our uh, our reading guy, then let's go ahead and uh, go mm-hmm. ahead and read the step. All right. Well, step two came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. So um, we talked about, uh, obviously, the the higher power and things like that. And I I think we've Mm -hmm. I don't want to say beaten that to death, but we've talked about it enough where we have. I think everyone everyone realizes that. You know, you're again agnostic. You believe in a in a force, and don't let me put words in your mouth. I mean, it's that is the force. No, I'm an atheist. What did I? What did I, did I say? You said agnostic. agnostic. You're an agnostic. That. I'm an atheist. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. Okay, I apologize. Let's start over, Mike. What What is your affiliation? <laughs> I have none. <laughs> okay, there you go. So you you are an atheist. God damn, where did I, did I call you an agnostic? I don't know. But yeah, so whatever. So explain your yours is feeling of a you again. Explain it better. It's more of a force than a thing, right? Yeah, well, you know, uh, power greater than myself. Um, yeah, I, as I've always said, there's no intelligence behind it. These are my beliefs, kids. Uh, the opinions expressed uh, by me are mine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's our disclosure for the episode. That, that's right. <laughs> right. But there are powers greater than me. Um, I, you know, yeah. There are. Um, Alcoholics Anonymous is a power greater than myself. The Ed Keating Center is a power greater than myself. Um, Love is a power greater than myself. Um, I've got lots of them, you know, um, some that I keep to myself because they're mine. Um, Yeah, but, you know, I I have come to believe that powers greater than myself will restore me to sanity and not insanity in the sense that I'm crazy and I'm seeing things and I'm hearing things and all that. No, the, the insanity that I can drink and use and, and get away with it in any sense. And I can't, um, powerless first step. Ha ha. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you mean, you mean these things work together? Hmm. They and they're in order. Imagine Wait, that. Hang on. So you got to do that first one before you get to the second one. Hang, hang you on. You got to do the second one before you get to the third one. Hang on. Hang on. One second. Um, do <laughs> steps in order? And order. you said they. Yes. They. They're numbered. They're, oh, right there for us. Oh shit! They're numbered, and they come <laughs> together. Okay, got it. Okay. Mm, okay. All right. Good. <laughs> <laughs> and they're, that was the best. And they're numbered. Oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and the sarcasm meter just broke the needle. <laughs> um. <laughs> so the, but the one thing that it was funny and, and I don't remember, 
this being any sort of a an issue for me. But I've read mm-hmm. things, heard things, um, had people say it in, in meetings, leads, discussions that the the insanity thing, you know, kind of turned people mm-hmm. off. I I don't mm-hmm. remember ever having a problem with that. I I didn't think I was <laughs> I didn't think I was like mentally um, deranged. You know, if that my right, like you just said, you know, seeing things or whatever. Mm-hmm. I didn't think mm-hmm. I had a you know, a true, um, diagnosed medical mental issue, right? you know, but mm-hmm. the shit that I did was fucking nuts. <laughs> right. <laughs> the, the way that, the way that I thought was fucking nuts. Um, mm-hmm. my perception of life and, and like you just said, mm-hmm. you know, that the powers that are greater than you, my life, love that the people around me, the people that cared about me, um, mm-hmm. I don't know, my, where my anger was directed, everything. It was, it was fucking nuts. You know, there's just no, right. no better oh, yeah. way to put it, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, they lock you up if you're a danger to yourself or others. And we were <laughs> definitely a danger to ourselves and others. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's insane. Right. Well, and, mm-hmm. and I look back and, and just, uh, and I've talked about this before, but, uh, you know, what I had to do and, you know, for whatever amount of time in the morning just to get my contacts in, you know, um, mm-hmm. you know, I, and, and this is, I think about this now, I don't know why I just didn't skip to the whiskey every, every fucking time, but I would always try to drink a beer, you know, and, and I sure. don't, I don't know why, cause I'm fucking, well, was, uh, okay. I was more nuts than I am now. <laughs> um, and I know exactly why. Because we're rationalizing to ourselves, well, I'm not hitting the whiskey. I'm just having a beer. <laughs> I don't have a problem. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm drinking, a, I'm drinking a beer at, you know, five o'clock or six o'clock in the morning, you sure. know, and yeah. basically gagging it or throwing it back up. But I'm not drinking the whiskey. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not drinking the whiskey. So therefore, I'm okay. <laughs> but until I mm-hmm. had to drink the whiskey to even myself out. Well, yeah. Just, you know. Sure. But you just, you take a look at that and, you know, um, Disillusion, delusional, nuts, insane. Uh, mm-hmm. I, how can yeah. I, how can anyone if if I walked into the bathroom of anyone, I don't even care who it was. You know, it could be mm-hmm. somebody I didn't know at all, and if they were right. pounding a beer, throwing it up, and then shooting some whiskey, you know, four or five mm-hmm. shots, whatever it took, and then putting in their mm-hmm. contacts like nothing was going on, and when I went the day, I'd be like, mm-hmm. "The fuck's wrong with you, man?" Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, well, these days I know what's wrong well, with yeah, them, but yeah, we know, right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right. If 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 you were a <laughs> normal person, um, yeah, and you saw that, you're like, hmm, something's not right here. Right, this is not kosher. <laughs> so, do you in and again uh, something I don't think we've ever talked about that just popped into my head? Do you know when mm-hmm. um, any recollection of when you started? To, to drink in the morning or uh, I, I'll say first time, but I don't know if anyone, or maybe you can, do you remember if you ever remember taking that first drink in the morning, figuring that it would help or, or when you did? Um, well, I, I may have talked about this in my story. Did you? I was never a maintenance drinker. Um, I, I wasn't, you know, well, I mean, when I came to, when the alarm made me get up in the morning, you know, I still had half a tank from the night before in my system. Um, but yeah, no, I, I I was the definition of phenomenon of craving. Once I started, I didn't stop, okay. and I knew that about myself. So I, the days I did go to work, or when I was actually working a job and going five days a week, um, yeah, I, I I couldn't if I if I took a drink, I didn't stop. 
until I was passed out. Right. Um, so, and I knew that about myself. I, I did have that much awareness, <laughs> whatever the fuck that was worth. Um, <laughs> right. So, I mean, no, there were plenty of times where I woke up, leaned over and grabbed a drink. I just knew that I wasn't doing anything else, but that, right. Um, yeah, no, if I, if I had to go and make some money to get a drink, um, <laughs> which is why I was going to the job to make money so I could continue to drink. Right. Um, yeah, yeah, no, I, I was never a maintenance drinker. I couldn't, I couldn't, I, I, I was never, I'll take a shot and then I'll take another shot the next hour and keep myself even. I couldn't do it. Right. Never could. Nope. Yeah. See, and, and for the life of me, I mean, I don't, I don't remember when, I don't remember when I started it. I don't remember the first time. And I, I do remember looking back now. I mean, I know I needed it, but I, I remember mm-hmm. thinking that I was, I was just doing it. Cause I, I mean, fuck it. I mean, that's why we drink. I love being buzzed. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know that there was a point when I, I knew, you know, that I needed it, but I never, I never really, I never, not really, I never admitted the fact that I needed a mm-hmm. drink in the morning, but I knew I did, you know, because I mean, the, right. the contact story, it's, I mean, so fucking obvious. I mean, my hands shook mm-hmm. so goddamn bad. I couldn't put contacts on my eyes. Right. <laughs> I wasn't doing it just because I felt, hey, this made us get a good buzz on right now. <laughs> right. You know? Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. But, you know, and, and, you know, and that's why heroin was so great because, <laughs> you know, I take a shot of heroin in the morning. Then, yes, then I can go for several hours and, and not. Yeah. Right, <laughs> you know, or uh, do a big line of speed in the morning and get myself going. Woohoo! Um, yeah, you know, the drugs um, were different for me in 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 that fact that I could do some drugs and function and not need to do them again instantly. With alcohol, always, always. Well, I mean, the last twenty years of it. Um, yeah, alcohol is. If I started drinking, I didn't stop until I was passed out. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, so I, you know, and mm-hmm. I, quite honestly, I don't, I don't remember that from from your story. I, I don't remember hearing. Yeah, that I may not have, you know, but yeah, um, that is, yeah, there's, I never, I was never a guy that woke up in the morning and, and drank a bit to get myself going. Right. Um, I couldn't. I just couldn't. You know, if I if I started drinking in the morning, I was drinking till I went down. There's definitely no work involved. <clears throat> Well, and and I had done it at, at other other places, um, but definitely the the last place that I worked, which would have been from uh, November of November ish, I think, of two thousand nine, and then mm-hmm. obviously until you know until I hit detox on April seventeenth. But that place, I I never uh, literally I, I went to my interview buzzed. Um, I never, <laughs> I never drew a, a sober breath at that company, and I didn't, right. I didn't have booze inside the, you know, the building with me or in mm-hmm. a bottle or anything like that with me. But mm-hmm. I, I worked literally like five minutes away, and I would, again, get up. I, I drink in the morning, do my thing, and then um, mm-hmm. fill up a, a Seven Up bottle, you know, Seven Up and whiskey, and I would, mm-hmm. I would drink half of that on the way to work. Then I'd go home for lunch, drink the other half. Um, maybe have a sandwich and then drink, you know, hmm. beers while I was there, fill up that bottle mm-hmm. again, drink half on the way back to work and then half when I came home. So, um, 
but I, you know, in looking back now and I, I remember, you know, as it got close to lunch and it got close to the end of the day is when I started mm-hmm. to get, you know, how those warm sweats are, you know, those, that's, oh, yeah. you know, the, the withdrawals that, uh, that shit that's mm-hmm. going on with you. Um, yeah, I would, yep. I would start to, I would start to get that, you know, and that's that, that withdrawal shit. So yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. there, there's no doubt. Yeah. I get, uh, I don't remember when it just, again, as we're talking about this, I, it, kind of popped into my head and i'm like i don't remember when it started but man it was it was fucking bad for the last six months <laughs> or five or whatever it was and that right and, and i still for the life of me there's no way for me to pinpoint when i started to have to do that with my contacts either you know so i i don't know i don't know but yeah on on a weekend i was a i i if i had nothing better to do i was one of those i could easily be one of those guys like you said maybe not you know, drink until I was done, but I drink until I nap, mm-hmm. <laughs> get back up mm-hmm. and right. maybe go do my grocery mm-hmm. shopping or whatever, if it was a Saturday or a Sunday and then, you know, hit it, right. hit it for the, you know, the rest of the night. But you don't. Know, oh yeah. Well, I used to, I used to joke. I'd, I'd call it turning one day into three. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Wake up first thing, get drunk, pass out, crash for, you know, three, four or five hours, get back up, drink until I passed out crash for three, four, five hours, get up, drink till I pass <laughs> out. Yep. <laughs> that is kind of funny. Yeah, that's healthy. <clears throat> right. Well, hey, you get yep. get more uh, more days out of your day, though, right? That's right. Yep. I will show the world. I'm better than everybody. I'll take this one day off and turn it into three. <laughs> you, just, you just had a three-day weekend on a Monday. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny. I was watching the um, one of the the playoff games on, on Saturday. And I was actually uh-huh. doing some work on the website. I just kind of had it on the, on, in the background, but, but I, I had thought about this and it just made me think about when you just said, you know, drink it until you're done. Um, I remember mm-hmm. the, the apartment that I lived in before Dawn and I got together. So this would have been uh, from 90, call it 96 through 99 area, something like that, I believe. Cause Dawn and I moved in, yep. I think, um, yeah, like June of 90, I don't know, whatever, 99, but anywhere within that three, four year, year period. I remember sitting down on a, on a Sunday and if the, if the Packers played at, um, at noon, I would, I would right. literally think to myself, I'm like, man, I got to pace myself here because it's fucking noon. Mm-hmm. Cause I knew, um, a lot of, I mean, I wouldn't obviously at, at that, I don't want to say obviously, but at that point I wasn't drinking during the day or anything like that during the week. But when I got home, mm-hmm. you know, I drink until at, in the same deal, I knew I could drink a certain number of beers and I had to stop at a certain point. So again, these are logical fucking thoughts that I'm having in the, the mm. mid to late nineties, you know, well, let's call right. them late nineties, but still we didn't get sober until when, <laughs> you know, 2010. Yeah, so, so for a, for a long fucking period of time, I got these at least 10 years. I back from that. I got, I get these thoughts in my head, you know, but, and the other thing I would do, I would do, um, I, I would treat myself anytime there was uh, on every Sunday, I'd buy like a, a six pack of Corona. Cause I, I used to, you know, I like mm. Corona, you know, so I, would fucking drink all of it, you know, obviously. And then I'd always have, right. I would always have yeah. my quote unquote normal beer, which whatever it was. But, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I, I remember that starting at a, a noon football game like that. I would have that conscious thought that I would have to think to myself. I'm like, man, I got to pace myself. I'm going <laughs> to, in my, I'm going to fuck myself up if I start, you know, hitting it fucking hard right. at noon, you know? Yeah. So, <laughs> but yeah, and, and, and 
people have a well you and i didn't i guess but you know and to think that that we could have had a question as far as whether or not we were insane right <laughs> right because <laughs> that's that's where this <laughs> that's where this whole conversation started from is the insanity part mm-hmm. of it but right but you know i mean that the second part of that too or the the beginning part of that is you know restoring us you know so does that mean we were <laughs> we were ever sane <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> Um, well, no, it, you know, yeah, okay, fine. You know, that's that's the words they used, restored. That's the assumption that we were um, saved to begin with. And, you know, but, okay, so I wasn't restored. I was I was brought to sanity right. by doing this thing. Right. Yeah, that's the way I like to look at it. Yeah, I was all fucked up before I started drinking and doping. But, um, yeah, you know, now I'm, now I'm reasonably sane i guess (laughs) right well again like kathy said in the the episode she came on i'm I'm the same fucking guy i just don't i just get different breath (laughs) although she didn't say that she didn't say those words right you did (laughs) Uh you just you just clarified so he's the same asshole as he used to be (laughs) 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 i'm just not fucking drunk anymore that's all (laughs) right but yeah, well, I'd like to think we're a little bit better than we were before. <laughs> right. But, you know, the, the funny part, like when you said, um, you know, I, again, with the whole whole sanity thing and being not, not necessarily stored, but given, you know, again, reformed or given new mm-hmm. whatever, there was, uh, and I know we mm-hmm. heard it very early on, somebody said in a meeting, I'm, I'm pretty sure it was in a lead, uh, where, you know, you hear a lot of people um, say that, AA or these steps or my sponsor or just recovery and sobriety, you know, gave me my life Mm -hmm. back. And I remember the guy saying that he goes, he goes, this didn't give me my life back. He goes, I don't want that shit anymore. (laughs) He goes, right. He goes, this, he goes, sobriety um, allowed me to have a brand new life, a whole new one, a fresh Mm -hmm. and shiny new one. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. I remember, I remember that. And man, I, I, I believed it. I, I kind of st- mm-hmm. I strive for that because I didn't really, you know, the more and more we got into this, um, you know, this this whole thing and whenever it happened, I have no idea. But I realized that mm-hmm. I didn't want to just, you know, I don't know, clean up, uh, clean up the old car that was sitting out there. I kind of want a new one, you know. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want any of that garbage anymore. I like this new this new stuff that I have, this new outlook on life, this new this new way to live right. <laughs> yeah no no putting a lipstick on a pig we want to we want a whole new we want a whole new animal <laughs> yep but um yeah so that's that was interesting though and i i you know what i just i wasn't i wasn't really sure how because especially step two is fucking simple you know even that reading that mm-hmm. you read was pretty mm-hmm. fucking simple but you know kind of uh <laughs> we, don't, we don't say this very often but that shit had some pretty deep meaning didn't it <laughs> yes it I mean, did clearly for the amount of time we went on talking talking about basically a reading in, in the second step but but yeah i mean mm-hmm. uh, obviously good stuff so anything else about the second step were you at all um and I know we talked about the first step and, you know, things that you were, you know, mm-hmm. we were both nervous about anything that that second step made you nervous or hesitant about at all or. Mm, no, no. I mean, well, you know, other than uh, the implication that it's God doing it. Um, but that's the third step. We'll get to that next month. Right. Well, this one, not this one, not so much, you know, um, again, and, and 
and the phrasing is in the second step that I like the most power greater than myself, right. you know, not God, not higher power, not it's just something greater than me, whatever that is. And that's again, pretty damn low bar. Mm-hmm. If I really think about it, you know, that's why I did my fourth step because I had to really think about right. it. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and we have talked about the same thing that the, um, and I guess going back to the freedom, you know, that the word freedom, mm-hmm. the freedom for anyone who chooses to be sober and chooses to use something or have something like that, um, you know, people mm-hmm. aren't pigeonholed into, it's got to be, it has got to be, has to be a God thing, or it has to be this thing, or it has to be that mm-hmm. thing. You know, I, AA even as as structured as it is, it is, you know, in in many ways, mm-hmm. and is because I know a lot of people, you know, they they shy away from twelve step programs because they think it's, you know, it's too structured and you have to do it this way and have to do it that way. But mm-hmm. I think one of the biggest backbones of of AA is the fact that you know not only suggestions but also giving that again that freedom to to choose whatever it is. Just realize it's not you, which I think is awesome. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, the structure's there, um, but it's, it's like we said before, it's a wide structure. Right. Uh, like the 12 and 12 says, man, that hoop is a lot bigger. That hoop we have to jump through is a lot bigger than we think right. it is. But we do have to jump through the hoop. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And uh, the, the funny part, too, is that um, it, by the time that, well, just kind of stepping back with the with the whole Keating Center thing, and I, I know we brought this up before, and I, I'm I'm going to try to break myself of saying we brought this up before because just just mm. fucking assume that it if you listen to us <laughs> if you've li- anything you're listening to to now more than likely we've mm-hmm. said it before whether it's been right one way or another <laughs> whether it's been on you know and into a microphone at, during this podcast quite honestly mm-hmm. I don't fucking know I know that. Right. The majority of 99% of the things that come out of this guy's mouth here, Mike's heard. <laughs> but mm-hmm. he, the beautiful part about that is that we tolerate each other's stories now more, I think, because we realize that it could be beneficial to somebody else. <laughs> exactly. Um, but the the whole thing with the, with the Keating Center is that we were, during the time in there, during the, the halfway period, the group period and stuff, um, we were only mm-hmm. allowed and this is the structure they gave us, to work steps one, mm-hmm. two, and three. But we're supposed to right. you know, have a sponsor and work through those, you know, again, with another person, have somebody guide us through those. Mm-hmm. But like Mike said, <laughs> they're fucking numbered. <laughs> Which yep. is just me when you said that. I mean, it's just so fucking obvious. I mean, and I know it, but the way you said that, I'm like, that's fucking great. So yep. by the time you get to the second step, and I think by the time I have to figure by the time I did, I accepted the higher mm-hmm. power thing. I accepted the powerless thing. So step two, mm-hmm. once again, this is all that it's this building block thing, right? You know, so um, right. if I think if people do them in whatever time they need, because there's no we've established that it was established for us. Mm-hmm. So time frame for this stuff. You don't have like, right. you know, 37 days to work step one and then 27 days to work step two. <laughs> it's not a competition, you know, right. but um, I would hope, I, and I must have been, because I don't remember having any problem whatsoever with any of the steps with the exception of the, the fourth and fifth being fucking nervous. But I, mm-hmm. I don't really, I didn't have an objection to any of the steps. Maybe that's a better way to put it. I don't remember having an objection right. to anything. Mm-hmm. Right. And I do want to point out, yes, we, we we were supposed to focus on the first three steps when we were halfway. Um, 
But I want to point out that I work those first three steps every day before I get out of bed. Um, I, I, it's not like I, I did those steps almost 13 years ago and I don't do them anymore. <laughs> I do them every day. <laughs> right. I've got to admit my powerlessness. I've got to remember that there are powers greater than myself that are going to keep me sane. Yeah. Yeah. Every day, man, I got to remind myself because I will forget. Yep. I work those steps every day. Yeah. And, uh, and that, that's a good point. I, and I didn't mean to kind of brush over that fact, but yeah, we, mm. that, that's one thing that that was drilled into, into my head by, by our sponsor, Joe, when I thought I had, again, second mm-hmm. air quotes had completely had mm-hmm. completed steps six and seven. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. But I think that, I mean, in the, the opening, the, the prayers that I do um, in the morning mm-hmm. cover steps one, two, and three for me. Um, Right. You know, every right. day. And like you said, you do it before you get out mm-hmm. of bed. I, I get up, do this and that. I right. do my readings and then do my, I do the prayers. I do a couple of readings then the prayers and then finish up my readings. And I do every, I don't know when I start doing it, but I do the, I wrap up my whole process in the morning with the uh, seven step prayer. And mm-hmm. I've done that for years and I can't remember. I don't right. know why I started it. <laughs> But yeah. I'm not going to probably someone suggested it to you, <laughs> right. but uh, I'm not going to stop. Yeah. I guess I, again, like we were talking mm-hmm. about last week, they want to take some away, but if that's the, nope. that's the, the finger in the dike, as they say, <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's a reading folks. Don't get pissed off. Uh-huh. <laughs> finger in the dike is from a reading. <laughs> right. And it's also a, a very old story about a little boy who has his finger in a dike right. in Holland. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> yep. We're talking about a brick wall that's holding back water, just so everyone's aware mm-hmm. who we're referring to. But anyhow, so um, <laughs> but yeah, but that, my, that was my point, though. It's just I didn't, I don't ever remember, I don't remember having any objection to any any of the steps. I mean, I I, I know they were daunting right. when we first looked at them. I'm sure they were. Sure. You know, for I, I think they are for everyone. You know, I don't know. I can't speak for anyone else, mm-hmm. but I know that right. the, the thought and the process was daunting. But I just I don't remember. Uh, objecting to it, which is weird to me now. Well, that's <laughs> right. But uh, I, I think that's, you know, <laughs> there's your reason why people relapse. I object to that step. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's okay. Let's see how that works out for right. you. Yeah, that's a good, yeah, that's a good point, you know, because, uh, yeah, for, I mean, uh, again, I, <laughs> I know that I'm. I'll openly admit it again because I've I've openly admitted this plenty of times when you've been in earshot of it. I'm not perfect. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to shock everyone. Mm. <laughs> mm. Wait, wait. I need yes. to write that. Got- down. Bill's not. <laughs> Perfect. Did you write that down with your with your sober not mature pen? Yeah, Mike's got a Mike's now. I did. Mike, Mike now has a sober not mature pen. <laughs> I do, <laughs> and you can have one too if you go to our website. Yeah, shop.com. Look at you! Look at you doing your homework and actually knowing what our fuck. You you won't even. Well, maybe you will believe, but you you can you can imagine as you start doing that. I stopped for a minute, like EF Hutton, going. Is he going to say it? Is he, oh, oh, look at that! Is he going to do it? <laughs> Right? Is he going to get it right? He's going to fuck it up. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, now since we're on that, so here, here's the thing, and I and I want to give a little shout out to my to my daughter on these pens. So if you if you go on our website, I mean, on the, the web store again, sober not mature shop, um, we do have the sober not mature pens. Um, there there's five of them for 
9.95 and my daughter works mm -hmm. for a company that does um, printing and all these promotional things so it's my right. my daughter's company that, that did these pens and did the bracelets for us so i mean quite honestly i'm i'm, I'm proud of the fact of where they came from because um, i mean mm -hmm. her the company she works for and uh, the the process and the customer service and everything else was just it, it was fucking unbelievable and i i told them that because they had apologized for something I forget what it was, which mm -hmm. wasn't even anything that they did wrong, in my opinion. Um, but so they're they're cool, and I brought some along with me because we're gonna obviously give Mike one. I'm gonna give his girlfriend Chris one, and then we're gonna take some to to our get together tomorrow and give them to some of our friends. So, but no, it's just a, right. I don't know. And they are good pens. I I use them now. I have a I have one of them that I grabbed one that I use all the time, and it's a it is it's a decent pen. But on top of it, it's just for. A non-shame. We're not even shamed at all. It's a plug. It's an easy and cheap way to support the podcast. Also, with a with your mm -hmm. very own pack of five sober Alpenshire <laughs> pens. Bye now. <laughs> right. <laughs> so what what were you writing down? I can't even remember something that I oh that I wasn't. Uh, yeah, you're not perfect. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes. No wonder, no wonder I forgot it. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> you're not going to remember that. Yeah, right. Right. But I don't even know what my point was with saying and admitting that I wasn't perfect. I but um, Yeah, I don't know. Well, I'm just glad you did. Right. But, you know, I know what you're talking about. You're talking about people objecting to it, not in um, not staying ah, yes. sober. So so the thing of it is, and um, I mean, granted, in, in, on all, in all seriousness, that there's, there's certain things as, and I know Mike, you know, can probably admit to it too, that both of us have, have done over the years and looking back thinking, fuck man, you know, that was outside of what I, in sober, I mean, you know, so in, mm -hmm. in the time, almost 13 years that we've been sober, that either we've swayed to this direction or done this or acted this way. And we're like, God damn, that's not, that's not how we should have mm -hmm. acted. And maybe we, no, sure. maybe we didn't, you know, respond to it the right way. Or maybe looking back now, you're mm -hmm. like, you're like, damn, I was swaying in this direction. If I would have kept going that way, maybe I would have relapsed. Mm. Who knows? You know, mm -hmm. um, and it's a, right. it's scary to look back on, but um, it's something that I try to, if I have those thoughts, man, I, I try to look at, literally look at myself in the mirror and be like, dude, are you, are you fucking doing this now too? You know? Right. Yeah. Well, it's a process, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah. I, I, of course I'm going to fuck up. Yeah. Okay. Guess what? Put this in, in uh, yeah. Parentheses next to Bill's not perfect. Neither's Mike. <laughs> oh, wait, uh, wait, wait a second. Mike. Right? <laughs> not. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Why are we admitting all this fucking stuff on like a, an open microphone? God damn it. Because we have to. Yeah, fuck. Fuck. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what's going to happen? People are, people are going to start fucking with me on Instagram now going, oh, you're not perfect. You're not perfect. Good. Yeah, no, yeah. No. Right. Good. <laughs> Thank you. Right. <laughs> but, Lay it on me, man. Point it out. That's why we, again, that's why we can't do this by ourselves because left to my own devices, I will rationalize and justify anything. Well, and and here's the other thing too, and like the, the fact that you, you know, we were kind of joking about that, people calling us out, but you know, the, the one mm -hmm. thing that's, um, that is nice and, and I, I, I think, and I hope, and any of our family, I know our, obviously our sister Kathy listens to this and mm -hmm. she's probably the, 
well, clearly physically the closest one to me right now because I'm living in her in her home. Um, but I mean, mm-hmm. she and I have, have been we've always been close. But I mean, certainly since I got sober, and you know, so right. she's around me all the time. Chris is around you all the time. So you figure that mm-hmm. two individuals. And even when um, I was up in Wisconsin, I saw Derek maybe not every weekend, but you know, every couple of weekends at the worst. And I'd see Dawn and I'd see Corey. Sure. You know, and so mm-hmm. these people that are around us on a regular basis, I hope. And, and I would, I'll just say, I would, I would demand that if you, if you feel something mm-hmm. is wrong with us, say something, mm-hmm. you know, because, yeah, right. um, I mean, the, the thing of it is, so two, two things and, you know, I get just popped into my head that the individual close to us that, you know, had, that had relapsed, you know, I mean, nobody saw anything mm-hmm. with that individual, but if right. I know that if I would have, or if you would have, I sure as fuck would have said something. I never thought about it. Oh, of course. You know, I mean, right. we mentioned meetings. You know that the individual wasn't mm-hmm. doing that, but um, right. I, I really, I, I hope and pray that that somebody would would have the, I think they would, but I hope they would have be able to come up to us and say, hey, are you okay? Is everything good? You know, um, anything mm-hmm. like that. You know, I just say, right. say yeah, something. Right. Man. You're acting like a fucking asshole. What's going on? Right. And right. Yeah, more than usual. <laughs> <laughs> I, I knew that was coming. So you're normally a six. You're you're about a seven or an eight lately. Yeah. Uh, what's going on? Yeah, you're pegging. You're getting close to a nine. What the fuck, man? <laughs> keep, keep it around. Yeah. Keep it around a six, seven, six and a half. Mm-hmm. You're good. I'll, I'll leave you be. No, five and a half, six. I hope. <laughs> five, and half, five and a half, six. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I would hope right. so too. You know, yeah. I, I get up over six, man. Yeah, there's a problem. Well, in, in there's been plenty of times that I've, I've gone to, in, it could be a number of people. And, you know, we talk about that, the whole 10 step and, and making that, you know, when, when we were wrong, right. You know, and, mm-hmm. and I, I know since I've been down in, uh, in Indiana I figure for now, you know, seven months, I, when, when mom right. was still alive, there was a couple of times I apologized to her and a couple of times she said, thank you. I appreciate it. So clearly I was a dick to her, you know, and a mm-hmm. couple of times she was just like, no, it's okay. You know, it's just, I, I thought something was wrong and, right. but I explained myself mm-hmm. what my deal was, you know, um, right. I know I've said something like that to Kathy and whatever, you know, I've, I've said it to my kids over the years. But, sure. you know, so it's one thing for us to do it, but that means we recognize it. But if we're not recognizing it. Right. Yeah. Then we're doing the work and yeah, yeah. We catch ourselves, right. which is the whole point. Yeah. If it starts getting to the point where somebody else has to point it out to us, that's the problem. Right. But yeah, I mean, yep. I, I welcome it because if I, and I'll just say this mm-hmm. 100% openly, if I, if somebody comes to me and asks me something like that and I'm not receptive to it, then something is wrong. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. I just gave it. Yeah. I gave away. That's that's my tell. <laughs> yeah. If I if I object, if I get defensive or anything like that, then mm-hmm. then yeah, something really is wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> then call Mike. Mm-hmm. Call Mike. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> He's gonna call me. and tell me to drive my car into an abutment. <laughs> I am. <laughs> ah, you know what's funny is uh, I'm looking at the. I'm looking at the time, but I'm also looking at my list. I had a, uh, mm. I, I wrote nothing new on here except for talking about the the second step. Um, oh shit, right. there was a never mind. There was a question we had from one of our one of our listeners. We can get to that next week. Um, but yeah, we got. Well, I mean, we you know we got okay. You want to go to the next one? Either way, okay, well, let's do this one. Okay. Well, I mean, if we've got a question from a listener, well, and I had <laughs> posted it up on Instagram also, but yeah, let's let's do that. Hang on one second here. Let's do that. They don't fucking put it off, man. Okay. Sorry they about that. They might not be around. We might we might need to say it this week. Okay. And you know what? Kind of uh, some of the stuff we might have talked about, which is kind of funny. So the question, this man. this came in 
Uh, I always mm-hmm. put on um, the bottom of our Spotify. It only shows up on Spotify, but it's a Q&A thing. Um, you know, right. what would you like us to talk about? Give us your suggestions, something like that. So this was from, right. and it just popped up on in an email from a couple weeks ago, I think. And it said, um, I would like to know how people experienced the first days, weeks, and months of their recovery and how and or how they managed to get their lives back on track. So this is early recovery, first days, weeks, and months. Uh-huh. Well, that's that's a, that's a hell of a question. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, uh, um, again, we've we've kind of answered that over time even and I, I Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we've talked about this stuff before. I mean, yeah, you know, go back to whatever episode that was. It's the first 30 days. Right. Was it was like four or five, somewhere in there. Um, that was an early episode. But yeah. Um, but yeah, we've talked about it plenty. Um, read the question again, because there was one in there that I wanted to address. Oh, shit. One part of it. Hang on one second here. I was just nah. I was just going to pull up our, uh, our website to see what episode that was. But all right. So um, I would like to know how people experienced the first days, weeks, and months of their recovery, and how they managed Mm -hmm. to get their lives back on track. Ah, that one. Yeah. (laughs) Well, how you experience it is pretty easy. You fucking experience it. (laughs) You do it. Um, It's it's different. You you don't drink. You don't get high. You listen to what other people are telling you to do, and you do it. Um, So that's easy. How do we get our lives back on track? That takes time. Um, I don't know about you, but I'm still working on it. (laughs) (laughs) You know, again, life on track. What the hell does that mean? Right. Um, you know, yeah, you know, I have a job, I have a car, I have a bank account, I have a house, I have, um, I don't know. Yeah. You know, my life is kind of on track, I guess. Um, it's, it's, but like we talked about, this is a new life. This is a life that I've never experienced before. Um, and I'm grateful for that, but it's, it's a day at a time, man. I'm, I'm dealing with it as it comes, you know, still like early recovery, like now, like it will always be, it's always going to be new and, and different. And, um, that's a good thing. That's a good thing, right. you know, um, and it's growing and, and getting better and, you know, good days, bad days, whatever, but yeah, moving forward, man, you know, I'm experiencing it. Same thing. You know, I'm doing what they tell me to do. I'm um, putting this program into action and uh, that's it. it. Pretty much from day one, you know, to now. And I'm sure tomorrow. <laughs> Everything willing, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. So it was, um, God, I get episode four, man. We were just, we were just babies okay. back then. Yeah. That was, that was such we a, were. that was such a cute time. <laughs> it was okay so, we were so adorable we sounded like shit <laughs> so this was this was and i don't know if this is still one of our this was one of our top episodes for a while i, I can't recall if it still is but um i'm just going to mm. read what i put on here so this is episode four um mm. and obviously season one doesn't matter we keep them all numbered but so episode four look on mm. our website spotify any of the places where you want to listen to but it says In this episode, we talk about when each of us got to the sober living facility, that being the Keating Center. Um, You'll hear how different different our experiences were. We also dive into that first 30 days that we were sober, some of the challenges that we Mm -hmm. dealt with in early sobriety. 
Uh, we talk about the people who influenced us. We talk a little bit about relapse and trying to come to grips with the power greater than ourselves. So um, mm -hmm. honestly, and, and I, I mean this 100% sincerely, that was a really good episode from an informational standpoint. Mm -hmm. And um, right. that was just one of those ones where we had, uh, I, and again, it was, a, it was such, it was right in the beginning of us doing this thing, which is, uh, again, four episodes. This is episode fucking fifty, <laughs> which which right. still blows which still blows my mind. How have people have been listening to us for fifty fucking episodes? Right, we know how we've been yakking for fifty episodes, but, <laughs> right. but how the hell do you people listen to and it? And again, thank you. If you if you're yeah, oh, well, we're appreciate yeah, if your ears yes. are up to this right now. Thank you, appreciate it. But um, I just I remember listening back to that when it started to to climb as far as the popularity. And, mm -hmm. and thinking, damn, it was, it was, it was a great conversation that we had in my opinion. And there was a couple of mm -hmm. ep those episodes. I remember episode 13 was another one that was, uh, there was a good episode 10. I'm sorry. Episode 10 was, we talked about the absolutes episode four is the first 30 days. Um, you know, and then of course, Mike's episode, my episode or one and three, you know, so those, if you want background of the two of us, but seriously, episode four was a, it, it was a lot of great information. So. Mm -hmm. But I mean, everything that Mike said, I, I mean, the, the main thing that when I think back and if I, if I remember correctly, this person might be just only weeks over two weeks, three weeks, something like that, ah. you know, really new. Mm -hmm. uh, but I, I remember at that point, the only thing that I could do and Mike already said it was, you know, follow direction and just keep doing that, you know, that next right thing that we were taught. Um, yeah. I was literally just being almost like somebody had a, a leash on me and said, you need to go here. You need mm -hmm. to sit, you need to go eat. You need to do this. Uh, Cause I yeah. didn't know what to do. I didn't know, literally did not know how my life was unmanageable. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah, clearly our lives were a fucking mess and the way we were working them and living them wasn't working. Right. So, <laughs> right. Yeah. And if, if you're, if you're newly sober, clearly what you were doing before was not working. So try something new. Right. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, hopefully, and there was, uh, I, I kept, uh, once I posted that on Instagram the other day, I just let it run. And I, I do that every once in a while with a post. I'll just tell people that um, this is for the group. I want you guys to build a list of answers for um, you know, for, for folks that are new to this thing. And I just let, I let our, our community, I still love that word that Christine used. I let our community mm -hmm. just answer and um, I'll go in and I'll read and I'll like their posts, but I, I usually don't comment on those at all or, or even offer my opinion because I just, it's sometimes nice to just have the, uh, to see a group like that. It makes me feel good too, to see a group of people mm -hmm. come, to, come together like that and make up a list about what they went through. It's nice, you know, so, mm -hmm. so yeah. What else? I mean, that right. was the um, that was the only other thing like outside of the the ordinary. But my my point was is that I've got these other things on this list here that we haven't touched, which I th think's kind of funny because it was what the funniest thing was in the the weeks that we go into this, and I've got this full list of things, and I'm like, man, we're gonna I, we won't even get through half of these things. I we run through the entire fucking mm -hmm. list. It's like you know it'll <laughs> be like 57 minutes, and I don't know what we're gonna talk about anymore. And then on, on something like this, we ran. It's, I mean, it's an hour and twenty-two minutes. That's that we've logged so yep. far, and we talked about mm -hmm. just a small number of things, which I it just again, 
I don't know. Just I don't know why this stuff blows my mind. It makes me happy when things surprise me these days. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Yeah, that's that's it, man. It's that's the joy of this thing is we don't know what's going to happen. That's that's this and life and all kinds of good stuff, man. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right. <laughs> well, um, I don't know. I think we're done because uh, I'm on uh, I'm on real time here as far as like old time, and I got uh, right at least an hour and a half of, of work ahead of me. If everyone's going to feel bad to put together this fabulous episode, <laughs> no, it's it's really not that bad. Because now it's even better. I can I can sit downstairs with Mike, and Chris will be here shortly, and then we just sit down there and right. shoot the shit. That I got two computers in my phone, and I put together this thing. So, yep. yeah, yep. But I believe I think Mike. I think we're done. I think we're fucking done. I think we are. <laughs> I know I'm fucking done. <laughs> all right, man. Well, do, do your thing. It is all you. All right. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening to another episode of Sober Not Mature. It's always be good. Be kind to each other. Do something nice for somebody else. If you like us, like us, subscribe to us, share us with your friends. And as always, please, 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 fuck off. Then keep fucking off. Keep fucking off until you get to a gate with a sign on it saying you cannot fuck off past here. Climb over the gate. Dream the impossible dream. And keep fucking off forever. <laughs> did, did you take, your, yeah, yeah, did you yeah. take your glasses off in the middle of it or something? <laughs> no, I, I looked away because, you know, I, I <laughs> for some crazy reason, I, maybe I've been doing this long enough. I think I've got it. What an asshole. <laughs> I, I got nothing, people. <laughs> I, I wish you would have just said, you. no, I'm glad you said the right thing. Now nah, I looked away. <laughs> <laughs> I looked away. <laughs> oh, the first thing I was trying not to laugh when you're like, yeah, if you like us, like us. And then, then I'm trying not to laugh at that. And then you're like, yeah, mm-hmm. share us with your friends. And of course, my mind's going filthy. And, and, I'm just, and then you just, uh, <laughs> Oh, that's right. Thank you. Thank just, just thank you. That's all I'm going to say. All right, brother. I love you. And I will literally see you shortly. (laughs) Yes, you will. We'll open the doors and there we are. (laughs) Like, like a 70s sitcom. Hello. (laughs) Hello. (laughs) All right, brother. I love you. All right. Love you too, man. Bye. Bye. As always, thank you for listening to another episode of Sober, Not Mature. To access all of our content and interact with us, please visit our website, SoberNotMature.com. Thank you again for listening, and we will talk to you soon.